Characters Here podcast. I am your host, Arthur and artist, Sharday. On this show, we talk about our goals and dreams and becoming our better selves. You'll be inspired by incredible interviews and motivated by success stories. And the best part is you'll be a part of the community. Yes, you can be a character too. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at SLF underscore entertainment. And for more information, visit charactersheres.com. Hello, everybody. I am Sharday, your host of Characters Here Podcast. I am really, really excited. Like, I feel like I'm always excited, but when you love, like, what you do, it's really hard not to get excited. So, <laughs> I wanted to get into Paulette Harper, the Arthur, how she inspired this episode to be about identification keeping your identity um when you're doing so much for other people or you just find yourself where all you do is give 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 you can end up losing yourself for me it's um something i could think about when i was in school and for some reason i was quiet in school for some reason i always hung around different groups if i hung around the same people I noticed, I would hear certain things like, because when you hang around the same people, those mind, your mind starts thinking like that person, you start behaving like that person, and you start speaking like that person. Not saying anybody's copying anybody, but that's just what's natural. That's what's going to happen. So when you're around, when you hang around someone so much, you know, you start looking like them. You start hearing it, that's how you know you've been around a person too much. So I just want you to know that when you're around good people, they won't mind you being who you are and they won't allow you to be, you know, anything that you're not, that I know you're not. You know, uh, treat your character, your worth, your beliefs like a prized possession. Like, take it with you everywhere you go. Like, your driver's license, your identification card, your ID. As long as you know who you are and always walk in your walk, you will be known as such and exude that to everyone you come across. Like, nobody can take your personal ID from you. So stay true. Be, you know, in all the positive, uplifting uh, things that you can. Like, be self-aware. Have self-esteem, self-confidence. You know, you can be and keep your ID when you are part of something that you know is is letting you express yourself in the way that you want to express yourself. And not to say that everything you're going to do is going to be positive or you need to look at it positive. You can't be positive 100% of the time. It would be nice, but we can't. So even in those vulnerable and those you know tough times, that it's very, very important even then that you remain true to yourself. That way, when you recognize, you know, how you're feeling at that time, that you can know, okay, I don't want to return back to that. I want to be better. So don't lose yourself in others. Keep your ID on you, and you will be great. <laughs> so we're going to get right into the interview. I really hope y'all enjoy these little talks that I have right before the interview. Please, please get an earful to Miss Paulette Harper. 
currently residing in California. She's an award-winning author of two books, Secrets, Places, Revealed, won the 2017 Emma Book Award for Best Inspirational Romance, and Completely Whole won the award for Reader's Favor. She's also a marketing specialist, owner of Right Now Literary Book Tours, and a minister, single, and a special guest on Characters Here, 57 years young, Paulette Harper. Welcome to the show. How are you? Well, thank you so much for having me. I am doing very well today. And yourself? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. We're going to get right into the interview. Tell us what was your childhood like? Were you involved in any activities? Uh, do you have any favorite memories from your childhood? Um, My childhood, I was the youngest of eight. Yes, the baby. And so um, my early childhood would be, you know, family and being that I was the youngest, um, everybody thought, you know, I was the spoiled one. (laughs) I wasn't. But um, anyways, um, just really having that family knit and then um, growing up and having older siblings to just really help me learn life and uh, grow up. And um, I was able to um, see a lot being that I was young, um, seeing a lot through my, you know, my older siblings and, and right. just really being able to um, have that family connection was real important for me. Did you have a role model growing up? Um, you know what? I was really say my mom really was. My mom was a single parent and um being that she was single, we were poor, but I didn't know that we were poor. We lived in the projects and for us it was family. You know, everybody um communicated, everybody loved one another, you know, when the when either you know, child got out of the line, the other, uh, a neighbor would check the kids. So that's how we grew up, you know? And so that's what we embraced. And, um, you know, my mom being that she was single, she provided, you know, food on our table, clothes for us. We went to school. And like I said, I didn't even know that we were poor and, you know, and that really goes, um, to, you know, to her, um, not bringing, you know, the fact that we didn't have or, you know, we didn't have certain things in life, you know, compared to other other kids and stuff. She never did that, you know, because we all, you know, we we had clothes, we had food, and so we had the necessity, and so she was really my role model. Mm. In what way can you think that she influenced you? You know what? Her strength as a woman being single with eight kids. And so um, her strength and her resolve was really what I saw. And even though I was young and um, I saw that she was taking care of eight children on her own and having the resolve to move forward and beyond circumstances and to always want better. You know, my, my mom uh, was able to purchase a home for us. And so that was a tremendous blessing to see her be able to come out of the struggle and, and, and purchase a home where we could live and, and, and really enjoy, you know, life and, and her having me having that, 
as a role model and her inspire me to do, you know, to be better and to not let circumstances and even situations just deter me and keep me stuck has really been an inspiration for me. Oh, that's beautiful. How did you become a writer? Yeah, you know what? So what that is so funny because um, I didn't even when I became a writer, I didn't start writing till I was in my late when I was in my my early 40s. Wow. Yeah. So I'm a late bloomer when it comes to writing. And so I didn't have, you know, writers surrounding me or authors surrounding me mm-hmm. who were, you know, just endorsing me to, you know, be a writer. I, I didn't have that. I didn't I didn't know any writer friends. I didn't have any writer friends at all. And so um, I started writing because I had went through a divorce and um, it, it really... Um, it was a very traumatic experience for me going through that. And so I began to journal um, my experience of going through that divorce. And so that's really how I got started writing. It wasn't something that I had grew up um, aspiring to do. Like I said, I didn't know any writers at all. And so um, my writing journey really started out of out of really talking about my pain and that process of getting through the pain and and uh, trying to really discover who Paulette was in the midst of losing so much but also gaining my identity back. Prior to you becoming a writer, what was your career? Um, actually, my background is in finance. Um, nice. Yeah, I. Um, do accounts payables and also accounts receivables so that's that's my history I have over 23 years of accounting experience and I've always loved the accounting field I've always loved working with numbers and so payables and and receivables are my strong skills and I still um, I still work um, full-time and writing nice. is you know my, my part-time passion yeah. but um, you know hopefully one day I'll be able to say bye corporate America when your first book came out what was that experience like for you um, I wrote my first book in two, uh, 2008 and it's entitled that was then this is now this broken vessel restored and that's really the book that I talk about um, going through the divorce mm-hmm. and so um, at that particular time in my life, I had no idea that God was going to um, allow me to use my very own story to really push me into being an author. And so um, that particular um, story in that book really catapult me into writing other stories so you know in that book I shared the journey of of being married to a pastor and going through the divorce and and my own internal struggles uh, my own setbacks my own um, you know uh, weaknesses and frailties of of dealing with that and so um, you know that book has really helped a lot of women and other you know in, in any capacity that they may yes. be in, title capacity, to really deal with um, going through a loss such as that. And so that mm-hmm. really helped um, me get through the process of, of going through the divorce and, redis- and really rediscovering who I was as a person. Is there anything, just looking back now, that you have learned and it's tremendously changed you in a way? You know what? Yeah. Um, One of the things that I learned in that going through that divorce is I lost my identity. And so a lot of women, um, you know, we're we're so um, nurturing for other Mm -hmm. people. 
you know, and so we lose who we are. We lose our identity. So, uh, yeah, writing my first book was uh, an experience for me because I had I didn't even know anything about the writing journey. I was, you know, fresh as an author and didn't know anything about marketing, promoting or anything. Um, but I soon learned how to do it. Um, you know, I was able to connect with a lot of authors after, you know, writing my first book and going to different conferences and whatnot. But the 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 thing that I remember about my first book was receiving a copy mm. and getting the copy in my hand and looking at the back and seeing my picture and looking at my name. And I'm like, wow, this is so real, yes. you know, to hold a dream in your hand after you've been, you know, you know, talking about and writing about, you know, your journey and whatnot and how difficult it was. But, you know, the, the process of getting to that point of holding the book, it was like, I looked at that book and I said to the Lord, it's, you know, the only thing that is true on this book is the fact that it's my name. Everything else yes. about this book is the Lord. You know, that's yes. what I meant by, you know, by that, because everything else about that book was God inspired and, you know, seeing my name on it was just amazing. That experience with holding the book in your hand, that's why I think I love having physical copies over, you know, ebooks. <laughs> I understand the convenience, but I just like holding it in my hands. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really nothing like the feeling of having your, you know, your baby in your hand and, mm-hmm. um, you know, something that you've labored for and you've invested yes. in your time and your energy in and, you know, um, it's it's really, really nothing like it. And I, I even... When I sold my first copy, I remember framing the the money because it was just like that for me. You have won two awards for your books. First of all, how did you get into being entered in the award? Yeah, you know, um, I sought out different contests and um, the my um, completely whole book um, Award came from Reader's Favorite, and they're always um, having different contests for different genres. And um, so I, you know, I just took a chance on it and entered entered that one in um, the nonfiction inspirational uh, category. And lo and behold, um, it won uh, second place as a I got a bronze medal for that. And so that was really really exciting, considering the number of books that they read, the number of entries that they receive, um, to be able to have that as um, you know to put that on my resume that as an yes. award winning book. That's a tremendous tremendous uh, accomplishment for me, you it know. Is. And I'm real grateful for that opportunity to be able to do that in that nonfiction category. And then with uh, Secret Places Revealed, now that one right there, oh my God, that was incredible because Secret Places Revealed is my first full um, inspirational novel. I released it in 2016, and how I found um, the uh, Romance Slam Jam is the, the originators of Emma Award. Um, I actually just, you know, scrolling, looking on the internet and, and found different awards and different contests and I came across their website. And um, 
I'm checking out their website and I see that they, you know, have a category. They're still accepting the, um, the entries. And I, you know, connected with them and I sent them a copy of my book. And um, now I am in the category with some great, great authors, other yes. romance, Christian fiction romance authors, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, I'm just going to do it, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to put my book out there and see what happens, you know, and, um, and I won and you just have no idea the excitement that I got when I was, you know, when I got noticed that I had won the award and it was, you know, best inspirational spiritual romance, um, in that category and the and the other authors that were in that category were like oh my god wow (laughs) (laughs) you know so that was incredible it really really was incredible and there's nothing you know there's nothing like it there's no feeling like it you know because at that particular time um yeah, I had just gotten into my home and, and things were happening back to back, back to back. Great things were happening for me, you know, yes. and then that came and I'm like, oh, my God, I won. And it was it was it was amazing. It really was. But, you know, I, I would just really encourage any author. There's all kind of contests out there. Some you pay for, some you don't. And mm-hmm. you just pick and choose which ones you want to, you know, submit your books to. But, you know, what? It's just nothing alike. Um, having the um, the stickers on your book saying that you're an award winner and um, having that as part of your, you know, on your resume. Yes. And are your family and friends supportive? Yes, they are, you know. Um, and, and that's the thing about, you know, having family and, and good friends that always support you no matter what you write, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and you need that. Yes. Um, so, yeah, they are very supportive of me. And, um, you know, when I'm doing signings, you know, they're there. If I'm, you know, when I'm, you know, writing another book, um, you know, they support me in, in purchasing copies of my book. So um, nice. having that support group is always great. And my, my friends. Um, you know, when you're traveling and you're going to book signings and you're doing vending and stuff, you need, you know, you, you need your diehards to go along with yes. you, you know. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I have some of them as well. Good. You wear many, many hats. <laughs> like you just told me, you were in the finance, you're an author, minister. How did all this come about? An owner of you know your own book tours yeah um i do wear many hats you know and god just gives me the ability to do it all um you know there's some things in my personal life that don't get done but it's okay you know i have balance and and other things as well but um with my my service that I, i offer to authors um, right now, virtual book tours. I started doing that service um, back in 2013, 2012, 2013, because I saw um, I saw a need um, in, in in our community to promote our books, mm-hmm. and so there wasn't very many virtual book tours or online services just for us, you know. Yes. And so um, there was, you know, two other um, 
virtual book tours or two other pub, uh, publicists who were promoting authors. And so I, I felt that, you know, there was still room in the industry for another one. And yes. so that's where I created right now virtual book tours. And so I give um, authors an opportunity to, you know, get exposure for their books, be on radio shows, be on podcasts yeah. such as yours and, and other, you know, radio shows as well, but to promote them online to different bloggers. And so bloggers are always looking for content. Right. And so I, you know, provide that content for them, whether it's an author interview, a character interview, if they've written a fiction book or even a children's book, mm -hmm. um, they can get that, that, that content posted on their, on their blogs. And so that is um, great exposure for us because the bloggers, they have a lot of readers that right. come and visitors that come to their blogs and they're looking for good books, you know, and we do put out really good books. Yes. And so, um, you know, that opportunity is, is, you know, I make that opportunity available to other authors that they can, you know, have another venue, another way to promote their books online and get the exposure and the buzz about the books that they need. Mm, I loved it. That is, to be inspired, I'm learning that there are things out here, like problems to solve to people. Like you said, you saw there was a need. And I'm learning that when it comes to marketing, it's not necessarily about the selling. It's about finding what is the solution to a problem. Yes, yes, that is so true. And I so agree with you on that because I do coaching as well. And so I... Um, I try to, you know, tell the, the authors and my clients and even when I'm doing workshops that it's, you know, I know that for us, we want to sell books, mm -hmm. but the first thing is, is to market and invest in yourself, you know, yes. to market yourself. And so you can, the only way you're going to sell books is if people know that you, you have a book out there, you know, right. and so when you find um, a solution. Uh, one of the things that I tell my clients is, show me the benefits of your book. Mm -hmm. Tell me why I need to buy your books. Because there are many different books out there. There's so it many is. books to choose <laughs> from, you know. And so people, readers, they want to know what, especially if you've written an uh, inspirational self-help book, you know. Right. What benefits can you offer me? the reasons why I need to buy your book, you know, right. and, and that's just, you know, um, going with what you said, it's, it's the offering a solution. And if I have a solution to your problem, then there will be no reason why I wouldn't expect you to buy a copy of my book. What has been the most challenging of all that you've done? Oh my goodness. You know what? Um, as an author, um, really trying to balance my time so that I can continue writing. Um, I'm also, <laughs> I, I stretch myself quite a bit. And so in stretching myself, um, I, um, I just did an anthology with 
six other women. And so I published that um, a few weeks ago called Arise from the Ashes. And so I'm doing another anthology that's going to be released at the end of the year, the first part of 2019, called Women Who Soar. So I am accepting submissions for that. And so I, when I say I stretch myself, I do. I'm constantly adding stuff to my plate. Yes. (laughs) I can relate. (laughs) So when the challenge comes, it really is about finding the time to write you know, my novels, you know, and write full books for myself, you know, and and really that is a great challenge for me because I'm doing all these other things. But, um, you know, my anthologies that I'm doing um, are really to open up a door for other of other writers, you know, mm-hmm. those who want to write, those who want to publish books, and those who have a story, but they may not, you know, have a full story, but this is a great opportunity for them to submit, you know, just a chapter. Yes. And um, I would say um, my challenge for being an entrepreneur and having my own business is really getting clients, you know. Mm-hmm. Because um, a lot of my business comes from word of mouth and it comes from me, you know, promoting it and, and advertising my business. But it depends on the, the, the financial um, need of another person. And so, right. you know, people are going to solicit my, my, my services only if they have the funds to do it, you know. And so right. being that I've been able to create, you know, packages for every budget. So that um, those that want to promote their work, they can do it in, you know, it doesn't have to be um, as expensive as, you know, some of the other, you know, services that I may offer. And so um, that's one, that's, you know, my second challenge that I have. But I've learned to just continue, you know, um, doing the advertisement and talking to people about the services because a lot of people... A lot of us don't know about a virtual book tour, you know, right. and so being able to share that new venue to them, it's new. But to me, you know, I've, I've known about it for a, a long time because I was a product of doing a virtual of having a virtual book tour tour done for my books. And so um, being able to share with them um, another way in which they can promote themselves online. What have you learned about yourself just up to this point? Um, one of the things that I have learned about Paulette is that I, I've learned how to bounce back. Mm. I've learned how to maneuver through life. And even though life may throw me some bumpy curves and, you know, some challenges and I, you know, I've missed it many a times I've learned how to bounce back and I've learned how to let my um you know my circumstances and situations not really get the best of me I I have this motto that um it's entitled um intentionally living on purpose and that's really what I do I intentionally live my life on purpose knowing that God has purposed me for this um, he's purposed me to do great things and, and, and you know, uh, the write the books, to promote other authors, to 
um, you know, do what I do. He's purposed me to do these things. So I intentionally set out to make sure that I do them. And for those that are listening and they would like to know, like, how did, how do they even just start to write? Cause I know like we sometimes say, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And people are like, well, it's been a year or two. Um, you know, one of the things that I've had to do with myself is to really to um, set some goals for myself and set myself on some di- some some deadlines. Yes. Because without goals and deadlines, we have no measuring rod. You know, we'll still say, I'm going to write that book. And like you said, it'll be a year, two years, five years. It'll be 10 yes. years. And we're still yes. saying, I'm going to write a book. And so I think for anyone who is aspiring to write a book, they really have to set a deadline for themselves. And and take into account, um, you know, your outside activities, you know, the pull of your of your, you know, your church or your your job or your family or even, you know, the, the things that you have on your plate consider all of that but also you really do have to make the time to just do it you know and then setting the goals to do it you know if you're gonna get out a book in a year then there are things you need to do every month to make sure that that goal is going to be attained by the end of the year that's really helpful that's honestly the best broken down that i heard is to have goals and deadlines it's so simple but that didn't even come to my mind Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Because we, you know, we, we really do have to have them in, um, in anything that we do in life, whether it's, you know, finding a job, losing weight, um, you know, developing relationships, writing a book, going to school, buying yes. a home. We have to have those goals and we have to have deadlines because, you know, like I said, without them, you know, life will just pass us by. Time doesn't yes. stop for anyone. No. And so if we don't have those things set in place, then, you know, we'll be we'll be stuck. Right. And, you know, if we have the goals set and the deadline set, then and we're accountable. And then two, um, adding to that, you know, maybe have have an accountability partner, having someone mm-hmm. that's gonna keep you accountable to your goals and to your, your deadlines so that, you know, when you're you know, when your deadline and your goal is approaching and the time is approaching, they're on you about, okay, did you do this? Did you do that? So having an accountability partner also helps. That's so true. I learned that from a previous artist, uh, Arthur, that I interviewed, and she said she had a group of people who are all writing and they were like, okay, did you do your part? And that's really what it's about because we need that definitely. And it's good that we have that support group available for us as well. Indeed. Are you working on any new projects? Um, I have a couple things that I'm doing. I mentioned my anthology that I'm doing, Women Who Soar. Mm-hmm. And so um, I have a book that I'm into chapter six on. It wow. is a um, inspirational fiction. The title, the working title, I would say, would be entitled um, Better Now Than Before. Mm-hmm. And so um, um, those are the two things that I have on my plate, and I'm really trying to get back to getting past Chapter 6 so I can get this book out. And even though you're working on those things, is there anything that you have not done that you would still like to do? I would really love to you know, expand my, my speaking platform. Even though I've done it before, it's something that I want to increase. 
yeah. and having more opportunities to share um, and speak and and you know talk about you know my books or whatever you know you know the theme may be of the of the speaking engagement. But that's something that I really um, want to you know have more of and to do more to to be able to have speaking engagements. Beautiful. That was the serious part of the interview and I really really enjoyed it. I learned so much. We're going to get into the fun random questions and you just basically just answer the first thing that comes to your mind. What is your favorite movie? Um, you know what? My favorite movie, Black Panther. Oh, nice. <laughs> 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 Number two, would you travel by plane or car? By plane. What is something that one of your readers has said about one of your books? Oh my God, I remember when I wrote my first book that was in This Is Now, I had a reader um, that emailed me and she said, she said, Paulette, you just told my story and how inspiring it was to, to hear her say that to me and how it was a blessing um, for her to read it and, and for her to, to know that there was still hope after her, her, her divorce. So that really encouraged me. That's amazing. Oh my goodness. If you had to dye your hair any color, what would it be? <laughs> well, it's the color that it is right now. It's like the auburn red and it's oh, beautiful. It's if you could be any character from any show, cartoon, movie, book, anything, what character would you be and why? Oh, my goodness. Um, you know who I really love? Um, oh, my God. I see her face. Um, Angela Bassett. Oh, yes. Angela Bassett. She yes. is a powerhouse. She really is. <laughs> she really is. She is a powerhouse. <laughs> you know, she has her own flavor, her own flair, mm. her own style. Yes. Um, she's beautiful. She can yes. be in any role, whether it's, you know, um, the, the more serious role, the role yes. she played in Black Panther was awesome. The role it she played was, in, yes. in Stella Got Her Groove Back was good. Uh, yes. So uh, I really like uh, Angela Bassett. Yeah, she's a great actress. <laughs> and then how can people reach you? Um, I'm available to be reached via Facebook. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, people can go to my website, which is pilotharper.com. They can go to my business website, which is wnlbooktours.com. They can email me at paulette at pilotharper.com as well. Nice! I'm so excited <laughs> that this interview came to fruition. <laughs> 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 thank you for you know allowing me to be on your platform and share my inner share my story with you i do appreciate it of course thank you for wanting to be a part of it this has been like a wonderful journey this is everything thank you so much thanks for tuning in and i hope you enjoyed the show if you did please leave a comment and share this episode you can follow me on twitter at characters here 
and learn more at charactersheer.com. And remember, don't be a stranger, be a character. Be a character. Be a character.